BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Real Pod. It's your host, Victoria Garrick-Brown, and this is the podcast where we hold nothing back. Oh, so we're getting deep, huh? I really cried for 12 days straight. Why do I want to be perfect? There's nothing in my life that is perfect. Every week, I'll bring you honest, unfiltered, and eye-opening conversations to help uncover the real in all of us. I crave the type of content that you're talking about. I actually felt insecure. Oh my God, am I going to cry? Let me just unload everything. (laughs) (laughs) New episodes every Wednesday. Leave those filters at the door because it's time to get real. Hello, everybody. I hope you're having a wonderful week. I know that I certainly am having a wonderful week at this very moment because I have the week off. I went out of office. I am in Idaho with Max's family at a lake, just relaxing, chillaxing, kicking it back, trying to get in touch with nature. I went out of office. That email bounce back is on and it is hot. And I'm just kind of squeezing in that last summer vacay. So I'm very, very excited about that. I did pack with me my new book, A New Earth. Well, not my book. I didn't write it. (laughs) A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle, which is the book that my best friend Aubrey and I are reading right now. And it is also the podcast that dropped in the real pod feed last week. So you might be looking at the real pod feed like, wait, what is this thing called so much to say? And there's a different picture and cover art. Well, that is the new real pod productions, limited series spinoff podcast. So much to say where Aubrey and I are reading this book, a new earth. And then we are recapping each chapter of the book every single Friday right here, but not on real pod on so much to say, but on this same feed, because you know, we're all under one umbrella. This is a home. This is a safe space. Our first chapter breakdown has not aired yet. It's coming out in Friday, so just in two days from now. So you still have time to grab a copy of the book if you're interested, do your reading. You can also just tune in to the episode that we just aired and also the one we're airing this week, even if you're not reading. And if you just like our conversations, of course, please listen. Maybe our conversations will inspire you to say, hey, well, maybe I want to read because I like what they're talking about. So anyways, that's that. I'll stop now. But so much to say is happening every single Friday right here. And I would love for you to join our book club. So yeah, I am currently in Idaho reading my book to keep up with the episodes. But I was on my shit and I had a schedule and we recorded a fabulous episode with two of the coolest chicks. You probably know them. You love them. You most likely grew up watching their YouTube videos. I'm talking about Remy Cruz and Alicia Marie, who combined have over 10 million subscribers on YouTube. They're the hosts of their wildly successful podcast, Pretty Basic. And these ladies have been creating content for over a decade. I know that I've looked up to them. They're absolute badass grinding machines. And it was so great to sit down with them and hear all about what their experience has been like as a content creator, a little bit about the behind the scenes, and also the mental health struggles and insecurities that come along with this job and this business. So that's what we have in store for you today. It's a great episode. 
Before we get started, I want to give a shout out to Chell Bella. What's up, Chell Bella? Left a five-star review, said so relatable and energizing. I'm not one to leave comments, but I have to say I have come to love this podcast. Lately, this hour or so is exactly what I need to get connected. And remember, we're all on the same journey to happiness and healing. I love this. It's perfect. Chell Bella, thank you. And thank you to each and every one of you who are listening. I really, really appreciate it. And if you want to let me know what you think of the show and if you're enjoying it, you can leave a rating wherever you listen or a review and you just might be the shout out on next week's episode. Without further ado, let's get started and dive into this conversation with Pretty Basics, Remy Cruz and Alicia Marie. Alicia and Remy, welcome to RealPod. So excited to have you on. I feel like I've been dying to like hear your life stories and just get to talk to you. Thank you for coming on. No, we have to apologize yeah. from the depths, depths of our beings because we have rescheduled this multiple times. Uh, We're you know, so sorry. It is so fine. Like, no. it, you know, when someone cancels on you and you're kind of secretly like, oh my God. God, I was so busy. I, I wasn't prepared. Okay, but that only works for one of the times that we canceled. <laughs> yeah. So I will say one of the other times, though, was when we went to Hawaii for your birthday. And then you were also yeah. at the same I island really? at the next okay. hotel. Yeah, right. I was with Natalie. That was so much fun. That was iconic that you guys went to the White Lotus Hotel. That's a, like the way to do a 30th birthday. It was, it was so much fun. It was so much fun. But needless to say, we are so happy oh to be God. here. Thank, Thank you, you for so having much us. for well, having us. I'm so happy to have you. Can I just dive right yeah. in? Yeah. Okay, so oh no, I'm it's been a long time coming. Yeah, <laughs> truly. Every time I say that, that's what I, I know. Think about. What I, was I was thinking about the first time I met the both of you, and it was at a brand event like a year ago. And I remember going up to like someone who worked there and being like, oh my God, that's Alicia and Remy. I know when you hear someone comes from like a fan perspective, you're like, you put them in like a box. I feel like if I ever met Taylor Swift, I'd maybe have to downplay it so that she would. So like, she's like, oh, she's a cool yeah, one. Yeah, she would yeah. see us becoming friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Camila Cabello escaped the fan zone with T-Swift. Like a lot of people have. Yeah. I'm sure she loves it. So then there's hope for all of us. You should be you. Right. Yeah, <laughs> be you. Don't worry about but it. When I was aspiring to be a content creator, I just feel like you guys edited your videos so well and you posted so well and you were so creative and your thumbnails. Like I admired the business happening behind the content. And so then like seeing you guys there, I was like, oh my God, this is so sick. And I'm always trying to talk to people about it. That night for some reason, I forget, I think you told me, I went up and I was like, you're such a badass. You're so awesome. And you were talking to someone, you're like, oh, I don't feel that way now. And I'm not I feeling confident. And you were like, about. I feel like I have no idea what to post. And to me, I was like, what? I'm like, you're a fucking superstar. And you hit me with like, just not at all in a good headspace. And then like a few weeks later, I think you guys released the dark side of being a content creator oh, podcast. Oh, wow. And can we start there? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I'll try to cue some tears for you too. Cause no, those usually come you, don't have to, you don't have to cry, but I think it's like, you look at someone who kills it and is successful and the very day you meet them and say hello, you're just shocked to see that like they're human too, or they're not feeling the way that maybe you would assume they would. I'm sorry, I can't stop laughing. I love how much depth you found in that because like when you really boil it down, you went up to her and you were like, I find you so inspirational. She's like, I'm not. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, really not. I'm just going through it right now. No, I just, I remember that event. I remember distinctly telling you, I was like, wow, I needed that. Thank you so Aww. much because I've been so damn, I was like depressed. Now like, I sound mean, then. sorry. No, 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 no. It's funny because I'm like, <laughs> no, From our like, first meeting. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Oh man. Yeah. Oh my God. That was just a rough time. But I remember I was talking to one of the brand girls and then you came up and I just remember thinking like, wow, I really, really needed this. Thank you so much. Because I know it can be weird when you go up and like, there is that line of you're like, no, I'm not trying to seem weird, but I also do want to say this. But then also like, I want to be friends. Can we get coffee? But then you're like, but I also don't want to come on too strong. Like, right. I get it. It's so hard to tell someone like you admire the work that they do and have them not think like you're a creepy red flag. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so I feel like more often than not, I try, I like probably don't say things. But yeah, I just thought that that was interesting. And then to hear you guys get really vulnerable about like this life and it not being always perfect. And I think that in itself is its own animal because if you become successful or you hit this amount of subscribers, you get this plaque or you can buy this house or you can go to this premiere partner, interview this person, like at what point is like enough enough or happiness reached? Never. Right? Never. And isn't that wild? It's wild because it's so cliche. Like you always hear that, but then you experience it and it, it makes more meaning to it. It's so easy from the outside in. Like I remember even 
when I first started my YouTube, I was like looking up to like Juicy Star 07 and, and Bethany Mode. And I was just like, oh my God, they have everything. Ingrid Nielsen, like, oh my God, if I could just have that, then I'd be happy. And then you reach that and then suddenly it doesn't feel good enough. Or you're like, well, well now they have double that. So now I need this. And it, I think that's why I always have so much nostalgia for when we started YouTube forever ago, because I think having those goals of like, oh my God, this brand sent me PR. Like they know who I am, where then slowly but surely throughout your whole journey, it starts getting expected or you hear other influencers be like, well, they should pay you for that. And you're like, whoa, what? Like it bursts the the bubble a little. It's weird. It but it is a that glass ceiling yes. that you have in your head. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I know I keep talking about Taylor Swift, but I feel like it's just that's the human experience. You think of like how many concerts has she done already? How many dollars has she made? How many like houses has she bought? And for her, she just keeps going because I feel like we all go through that. It's just something we all deal with. And because we love to do the thing we're doing, like it's not like you wait to hit a certain number, get a certain check and then like you're just great. I'm not going to do it. At least I hope that's not the case for people. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you'd be like really faking and pulling teeth mm -hmm. to do the thing. Yeah. But I think about that often because I think I always have to check myself with just if I imagine like I woke up tomorrow and something happened and I lost like my whole community online, I'd be like, oh my God, like the work, the time, the years I put into to getting where I am. Yet I sit in it today and I'm like, it needs to be double. That's so true. Wait, but I was so curious to hear from your side. We had the luxury, which I used to not see it as a luxury of growing slow. I used to see it as we, we don't have like viral overnight videos. Like, why are we growing so slow? Why is this taking forever? Fast forward us both doing it over 10 years. We have a, a secure audience. So that's something that we, not that we don't struggle with it as much. Like we definitely think, oh, this all could be gone tomorrow. But because it wasn't, it didn't happen overnight, it doesn't feel like we'll lose it overnight. So we really respect people who've blown up overnight, have this amazing following, have like quit their day jobs and now doing it. And that's a whole other level of stress. I think it's just stressful and all aspects like I feel like with your life changing overnight and like with everything you built with your career beforehand and everything like that I feel like it's just this is so funny I never had a career I was doing this since 2016 I like triple blew up in 2020 on TikTok but like I certainly categorize myself as someone who was like I had a YouTube channel and I was doing things as a sophomore in college and then went straight into public speaking Wait, not I always thought you just did public speaking and then you blew up on TikTok I did but I had an I, I had like 200,000 subscribers on YouTube and like was but it's it was so different then too but so it's weird because I feel like I I worked on it for like at least three years like making Instagram posts and like trying to use the right hashtags like before uh -huh. it was a thing but then TikTok like exponentially gave me the exposure that like I hadn't received instantly in three years on like three years on oh. Instagram took me building 30,000 followers yeah yeah which is like, if you think about like 10,000 followers a year, that's like slow growth when mm -hmm. you start to get into a different level and, you know, have more virality. So I definitely don't think of myself as someone overnight, but I understand then where you guys are coming from when it does happen overnight for people. And yeah. you're like, it's not like they don't deserve it, but it is a completely different experience. And yeah, you just wonder how that's handled like as fast as you grew you could lose it in the same amount of time yeah also i well i found you in 2020 on tiktok yeah. and i just assumed that you were always a tiktok i didn't realize you were making youtube videos before yeah i was and then i completely stopped I, youtube is not for me i don't know how you guys do it <laughs> it is a long form i'm like the hours i'd take to filming this to editing it to then waiting to put it up on a certain day of the week and then another week i'm like i can just make the whole thing in tiktok and then in the next 20 minutes <laughs> and so for me i was vlogging i was a usc volleyball player vlogger so yes. i was vlogging Okay. And that's how I gained YouTube traction. But then the minute that you, volleyball was over, no one cared to watch me do anything but oh. volleyball. So like views went down like a ton. And mm -hmm. I I just had no desire to keep doing it. That's really discouraging yeah. too. Yeah. We're going to take a quick moment to talk about one of my absolute favorite sponsors, Element. Element is a tasty electrolyte drink mix. And Max and I are truly obsessed. I've also gotten Aubrey obsessed. I've gotten my good friend Chloe obsessed. Element is the best. When you are feeling achy, like you are maybe having a headache or muscle cramps, fatigue, sleeplessness, any other common symptoms of electrolyte deficiency, Element can help prevent all of that. I personally feel like the impact of drinking Element is immediate for me. I am obsessed with the raspberry flavor. I've tried them all, but the raspberry flavor just has a hold on me and I pretty much reach for that every time. 
All you do is you mix it with water, shake, and you're done. My favorite times to drink Element are usually immediately after a workout because when you sweat, the primary electrolyte lost is sodium. So I love Element after a workout. I love Element after a long weekend. I love Element when I've been traveling and I haven't been sleeping consistently. And I love Element when I feel like I've been grinding through a long week and I just need to replenish. Right now, Element is offering RealPod listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. That's eight single serving packets for free with any Element order. So get yours at drinkelement.com slash RealPod. That's drinkelement, D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com slash RealPod. You're going to get eight single serving packets for free with any order at drinkelement.com slash RealPod. This episode is also sponsored by Vionic. I love Vionic because not only do they have the best curated styles to get you in the summer mood or back to school with their variety of shoe options, they have sneakers, heels, slippers, sandals, but all of Vionic's shoes are made with their Viomotion technology, which is what truly sets them apart. Vionic began by revolutionizing medical orthotics. I have very flat feet, so I'm very familiar with medical orthotics. But today, Bionic continues to use that science to engineer shoes that leave you feeling energized and confident all day long. My favorite sneaker from Bionic are the Miles 2. They're white and classic and go with everything. However, I just ordered the Carmel sneaker in cream white and it is adorable. Please Google it now at Bionicshoes.com. The Carmel sneaker in cream white. It's K-A-R-M-E-L-L-E. It is adorable. I've been looking for like that perfect nudie beige shoe to just like be a sneaker, but go with my classy outfits. And this one is perfect. And then the fact that it has support in there for my very flat feet, like that arch support is crucial. Not to mention Bionic offers a 30-day risk-free trial. So if you order these, you know, wear them, love them, or return them for a full refund within 30 days if you're not satisfied for any reason. Through August 15th, to 31st, you can use the code REALPOD at checkout for free shipping at www.vionicshoes.com. That's code REALPOD, all caps, one word, at checkout for free shipping at www.vionicshoes.com. Vionicshoes.com, code REALPOD. The way to grow is being niche. Like the way to grow is like honing in, <laughs> honing in on one thing. And you grow like crazy. But what happens when you don't want to be the sign printer person anymore? What happens when you don't want to just do beauty and you want to, you know, rebrand and change things? And I feel like that's where people also kind of get stuck because obviously your whole demo were other volleyball players who were looking at you for tips and stuff. So when you start uploading, let's say, a makeup tutorial or something, maybe they're like, oh, this isn't what I signed up for. I'm going to unsubscribe. But then as a creator, it's so frustrating because you're like, wow, I put all my eggs in one basket. But how do I like continue this as a career? Okay, sorry. I'm acting like this is an art podcast. I'm about to interview you. I know. I have so many questions. I know. Also, I commend you because when we started doing YouTube videos, YouTube was like one of the only social media platforms that you could upload video content. It was the only one. Like Instagram didn't have videos yet. TikTok didn't exist. So like we made YouTube videos because we obviously loved it, but also it was kind of the only thing. And I commend you for all that you've built though, because short form, we will like, we're getting better. (laughs) You're getting really good. But short form just does not click for my brain. Mm. It just is really hard to understand. I feel like that's why I'm like not very good at it. So I commend you. I really do. It's taken me truly from 2020 until now to get comfortable talking to my phone vertical. If it's not a vlog, like vlog camera, boom, I got you. I will say whatever. The camera, I like, I used to shut down. I didn't know, I didn't know how to openly talk that is to so my phone like that. interesting <laughs> but you've built these amazing communities on youtube so like of course like you have that relationship and you have that thing for me it was like i've got to then build up this community on youtube when it, it's not exciting for me to make those videos yeah. so i got on tiktok right when the pandemic was starting and i started posting some volleyball things and it was doing really well but then i was like victoria you can't keep doing this i literally was like you can't keep throwing on your old gear and grabbing a volleyball and just mm. like milking this for views like mm. so i switched to start talking about body image and intuitive eating and my eating disorder and that like propelled me into a different arena and now i do feel like for 2 years i've been really intentional about i just want to be a girl people like to follow mm-hmm. and i think that's when you win like the long game mm-hmm. but i think the thing that comes with that and I want to talk to you both about it is like identity because people 
go through life and they change and they wear different clothes and they try different jobs and they have different friends and they find themselves. And that's totally normal. And it's almost like when you're a creator and you're in your 20s, you're going through that online and you're getting the immediate validation or rejection from people on you just like trying to figure out who you are and want to be. What has that been like for you both? Oh, man, I it's hard because it's all that I've ever known. I mean, for 10 years, I've been doing this since I was 18, left high school, went into college and then YouTube channel blew up from there. So I always say, like, I haven't made a decision in any aspect of my life from like what color my hair is to what I'm wearing to people that are in my life to what house I buy, anything like that. There hasn't been a conscious thought about what people are going to think. So it's definitely really oh for sure, especially because I vlog like pretty much every day and I'm aware someone's going to think something no matter what it is. So based on that, like even my hair length right now, that's like the biggest thing that I get all the time. It's like, I like your hair short. I like your hair short. Well, I like my hair long, but people are like, well, I like your hair short. I'm like, okay, well then if I put my hair in my extensions back in, people are not going to like it. You know what's interesting? I wonder if it's because growing as a YouTube creator, you're creating it all yourself and then you put it out there when it's done. Whereas I'm so used to being like, what do I wear to eras? Like, help me with my outfit. Help me choose this. I'm on my way to this. Like, they're so involved to a point where it's like too involved, but it's not the fault of my community. Like, it's how I've, I even saw someone say like, don't ask, what do you want to see on my page? Like, your page is whatever you want to see. Yeah. And they're welcome to view it. Yeah. Like, and that's been helpful for me because everything I do, like I had lots of things. I bought a $2,000 Zimmerman dress for my bridal shower. And I had a lot of anxiety about like, I can't link this. I'm going to post this. They're going to oh. ask where it's from. It's not like, and I'm thinking if that were Remy, you would just get whatever you want and wear it. <laughs> you just bought a Birkin. <laughs> oh my God, slay. I only say that because you posted it publicly. No, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've gotten to a point now where I still do what I want and I'm aware that things are going to come. I think before like pre-COVID, like five years ago, I'd say like, I think when we were just becoming friends, I feel like I was living for what people were going to think and say, because I'm a very sensitive little baby. So I think I've gotten to a good point, like with people like her in my life or my boyfriend or my family, like I, it still bothers me and I'll talk about it, but then I'm okay once I talk about it. But now I've gotten to a better place, but it is really hard to I think find your identity while being online and having so many voices all the time in your head, especially for a decade. And I know, Alicia, you talk about that a lot, like at least you did on that podcast, but like, <laughs> you know, like having the voices in your head tell you you're not allowed to be ungrateful or you should be so happy. Yeah, I I mean, that's a whole we could literally be here for hours. <laughs> I think one piece of advice someone gave to me, I think it was Abigail, our manager. This was years ago. I really struggled because the I don't want to say character I built, but this brand that I had built from for years and years of this like quirky girl next door girl who does back to school videos is like fun and quirky. I remember when I moved into my house, which was a big deal. You know, it's definitely like a nice house. I remember feeling like I could never show it. I even purposely never did a house tour because I was like, this isn't relatable. I can't show it. But then it got to the point where I was like, okay, I still vlog my life and show everything. So people are going to catch on. Like, obviously, this is nicer than, you know, the little apartment that I was in. And I feel like every creator comes to that point where I remember I could barely make that rent in my apartment. And then a few years later, I ended up buying my first house, which was it's oh, it's basically overnight. Like, I remember being like, this isn't I built this brand of being a girl who will only buy a $15 shirt from Forever 21 to here I am. Like, it, it's not it's not matching anymore. And I've outgrown this character that I put myself in a box of who I was. So I really, and it, I mean, it, that was the prime time of, I would purposely go to the mall. And if I was doing a haul, I would buy Forever 21 to have it in the thumbnail. Cause I'm like, oh, this is relatable, but it wasn't what I wanted to buy. Interesting. But it did it do well. Of course it did. That's so but, interesting. Oh no. It was like all, I hate saying calculated, but like mastermind, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Teach her reference. However, I will say, I think that fucked me up in the end because it made it twice as hard when it came all to a halt. And I wish I slowly showed that $2,000 bridal dress, even though I wasn't, you know? Yeah. Because and so the advice that I was given that helped me a lot was you yourself are relatable. It doesn't matter what you're talking about or the dollar amount of the shirt you're wearing. You just stay true to who you are and you at your core being yourself is relatable. Like you being vulnerable, like it's not about buying certain things or whatever. Like you just being a down to earth person is what's going to keep this community more than you being quote relatable. I think it's so interesting because obviously I knew all that and you know everything (laughs) I said, but it's like both of us doing this for a similar amount of time, her a couple more years before me, but 
like your version of finding your identity was like based on a character. Mm-hmm. And my version of finding my identity is because all I've ever done is like show real people in my life. And unfortunately, when those people stop showing up in the videos, it's like, where did this person go? Because it's like people view my vlogs. I think some people think it's like, like a reality show almost. We're obviously well, I guess it kind of is, but like they think it's like almost like a scripted show, whereas it's really my life. And, you know, we all go through friendship breakups, relationship breakups, whatever it may be. But then it's like, oh, my God. Well, what's going on in Remy's life? And that really affected me of like, okay, well, people are, you know, thinking that I'm a bad friend because this person's gone when it's a normal human thing to have a friendship breakup, whatever that may be. So I think it's really interesting that like your identity, it was based on that. And those things don't affect you nearly as much as they affect me. But that's how we balance each other. And I think that's why our friendship has helped us just in immensely is because I was so curated. I had to learn to be more vulnerable and be myself where Remy was the opposite, where she was like, wow, I'm so vulnerable and I'm sharing so much with everyone. Maybe I should like reel it back a bit and keep some things private. So I think that's how we've really helped each other. And obviously everyone does have such a different journey, but it's Mm -hmm. funny thinking of how like, like we really are so different, even with hate. Like I feel like we just take it differently. I'll call her and I'm like crying and she's like, you're fine. I'm like, I'm fine. You're right. And then I'm good. I'm like, why do you care? (laughs) But then when it's my turn, I'm like, oh my God, this happened. You're like, you're fine. That's so funny. It's true. Kind of just zoned out listening to you guys talk about, not like I wasn't listening. I mean, I I felt (laughs) it and I heard it. And then I started to think about how there are so many communication, relationship type aspects of this job. And sorry, I'm like, you guys are like interviewing me and I'm like getting emotional. Not, not, Not that you're interviewing me, but like, it's like a lot. a lot. And sometimes I think about like, God, what would it be like to have a job where like I could do everything in my day and like no one knew anything? Yeah. Like, I feel sorry. I literally wasn't expecting it. But I walked and I told my producer, I was like, I'm hanging on my thread today. Oh, <laughs> no. But I it's just a lot. And like I I think about like, is it sustainable? And how do I do it in a way where I can do it every day? And like this weekend, I didn't post that much because I like enjoyed my weekend. And then I'm like, oh, my God, I like was gone all weekend. And then today I haven't posted that many stories. And I posted like a brand deal kind of at a late time. And I'm like, do people think I didn't work today? And I just like drank AG1 at 12 p.m. And that's all I did. <laughs> but even because I, I did that, I that's okay too. No, but like, you know what I'm saying? It's I get like it. I'm always, and I, I think something I've been working on recently is like not explaining myself. Like Mm-mm. I even felt like self-conscious about that, the stories because I was like, now I should post something on my computer and be like long day's work because they're going to think I don't fucking do anything when like really I'm doing so much that I, d- I don't remember last time of the day time. Off. Yeah. Like, so I'm trying also not to explain myself, but it's so hard when I don't know. I'm just I wear my heart on my sleeve. I don't know how to physically shut the fuck up. <laughs> Same. <laughs> like I am at Trader Joe's and the person's like, well, how if I went after tonight to get groceries oh. and they said, how are you? I'd be like, it's been a tough oh. one. You'd be like, OK, I'm just trying. That's I'm just being like, Did you try the cauliflower gnocchi? <laughs> He's like, just move along. Yeah. So it's like I don't I don't know how to show up. Like I only show up as myself and I don't know how to mm-hmm. like tone it down because if I'm going 100, like. I don't even know how to keep it up. So I was also going to ask you guys like what your relationship is like to social media. How do you find balance? How do you use it? How do you think about like when you're 40? Are you going to want to be posting as consistently? Fabulous question. I struggle with very similar things and very similar thoughts. One of my best friends from middle school just visited me this weekend and she is a third grade teacher and she is like she's so much fun and we've obviously grown up together. I've been in like the same school with her since middle school. And a lot of times when I get in my head about things about like, oh, well, people making me feel bad about being a 28 year old who like living a normal life. Like, for instance, we started partying when we were like, I was like 23. We were late 25. bloomers. That we were way. late bloomers. <laughs> but like my best friend went to school at San Diego State. She was in a sorority. She was partying. She took me to like frat parties when we were like 18. And I just I didn't get into it until I was 23. And then once I started partying, people made me feel really bad about it. And I was like, well, I'm of age. And also, I just decided to start a little bit later. I still was like posting as consistently as I was. I was still working and doing all those things. But I would always think to my best friend who was living a very normal life. She went from high school to college, joined a sorority, got a job, is now working and like living a very happy, normal life. And in times where I'm feeling down about myself of like people making me feel bad about certain things, or if I'm just like, this is such a not normal life, I think about my best friend. And I'll, I literally this weekend was like telling her everything. She's like, you have the most dramatic life. And I don't even have a very dramatic <laughs> life, but she's like, my biggest drama is like spilling paint on my arts and crafts table. She's like, this is crazy. I was praying you were going to say, even my friend who's a teacher has similar experiences. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't. 
But she really, it's its just like, it, she thinks I live the craziest life ever, which there are some aspects that are absolutely crazy. But there are so many things where I'm like, we are parallel. We just are on different worlds parallel. So I try to remember that a lot of the times that I'm just, I'm going through similar experiences just at a different level. I feel like that helps me a bit. I think the thing that's helped me a lot lately is because I've gone through waves of workaholic, working so much, feeling like I have to prove myself with every edit or every video, which is funny because you mentioned good editing because that was me like cramming to the last minute. Like it looks like you, it's all. Can we take a moment, though, because you fucking slayed. I would watch those as <laughs> vlogging in between my practice class and whatever Stop. and be like, I'm fucking shit at this. <laughs> like, I'd be comparing my vlogs to like Alicia Marie vlogs. And I'm not good. I'm, in like, the fridge. I'm like, OK, get a green screen. <laughs> Cream can <laughs> Okay, but my identity, going back to identity, was all in if everything that I worked on this week is put down into a five minute video, this better look fucking good. Like, so I would ah. spend hours, I almost equated hours worked on this video equals like how good it is. When in reality, we all know just because you study for 20 hours doesn't mean shit. It like, you know what I mean? Doesn't mean so, you're getting an A. Doesn't mean you're getting an A. So being grateful just that I'm still here has truly helped me the most. And especially, again, both of us being here for so long, I think even now we're to the point like, how are we still here? Like, this is crazy. It started as a hobby. You know, again, also commend anyone who goes into this actually trying to make it a job because we didn't do that. I got denied from the partner program the first time. They're like, sorry, you suck. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, no. But like, we just did it because we loved it. So those weekly videos felt like that's the bare minimum. One video a week is like the bare minimum of what people do. It's so fun when you start out and you're like, I have all these ideas and I want to do it because it's fun and like you're kind of chasing it and then it's like I haven't posted I have to post how am I going to get a content schedule to make sure I'm still posting and then it's like you know when I think back about we were talking about money when you level up you're then okay how do I put money back into my business and how am I investing in my future and how am I creating more revenue streams and what if these brand partners don't renew with me next year it's like Mm. you constantly like meet yourself where you're at and then have the quote problems of that like level and then you know what I'm saying? Yep. I was yeah, talking to absolutely. my husband about this. Like, we should always pretend we're like a tear down from where we are yes. just to always yes. be like, no, peaceful. yes, yes, <laughs> truly. Same. I have so many, I have so many thoughts. One, going back to being grateful, I distinctly remember the moment I sat down with my mom and I was like, I want to drop out of college. I really want to do this. And I told her, even if I could just cut even at the end of the year, if I could just do this for a living and not even make a cent more, I'll be happy. Like, that's what I want. And it's so crazy how so quickly you're like, well, now I want to save $2,000. Now I want to save $5,000. And then you try to double it every year. And then you make a certain amount. And you're like, okay, I'm going to double what I earned this year. And you will chase those numbers forever, like truly forever. Yeah. And just bringing it back to like, wow, I have a community of people here. Like, even if we could just sit here and talk at a table for the rest of our lives and like, that's our life, you know, like, that's amazing. Such a blessing. Yeah. You are always going to compare yourself to people. I think even living below your means is very important. Love that. Like, I don't want to be house poor. Like, no. I like being very comfortable. And so that's something we talk about, too. Like, when we want to take that next big step, I don't want to be adjusting my lifestyle. And maybe that means we wait another year yeah. or two. Like, then we'll do that. But it's just when you said you could barely pay your apartment rent. And then you, I remember moving into our apartment and making an Excel spreadsheet of like, okay, I'm going to get some things at Pottery Barn, but most of the stuff at Target. Yeah. Like, how am I going to furnish this and make it look cute? And like, and now I'm like, let me order this couch from CB2 for my office yes. without thinking. And yes. it's like, I recognize the privilege and the place that I'm in. And my husband will constantly tell me, he's like, other couples in their 20s are not at this place. Like Mm-mm, we yeah. have to, we have to constantly like, oh, yeah. because I just wake up and I'm in my little world in LA and like you compare yourself to the people who are also in your little world in LA and mm-hmm. then you like lose touch from reality. This episode is also sponsored by Bite. Did you know that you swallow five to 7% of toothpaste every single time you brush your teeth? Interesting. Cause that's like an entire blob of toothpaste every seven days. I did not know that. And apparently toothpaste is better to be used to brush our teeth with and not actually digest. That's why Bite makes dry toothpaste tablets made with ingredients that are sulfate-free, palm oil-free, and glycerin-free. 
Bite toothpaste bits are so convenient. You just pop a bit in your mouth, chew it up, and start brushing, and it will turn into paste just like you're used to, but with no plastic tube or messiness. The messiness is crucial. I personally used to hate that blue blob in our sink because it would just sit there. Of course, Max is not going to reach in and clean it out, so who's doing it? Ya girl. And when we use bite toothpaste bits, there's no mess, and there's no ooey-gooey blue blob that I have to clean. Bite is offering RealPod listeners 20% off your first order. Just go to trybite.com slash RealPod or use code RealPod at checkout to claim this deal. That's trybite, T-R-Y-B-I-T-E dot com slash RealPod for 20% off your first order. Once again, just head to trybite.com slash RealPod for 20% off your first order. That's trybite, T-R-Y-B-I-T-E dot com slash RealPod for 20% off your first order. Once again, just head to trybite.com slash realpod for 20% off your first order. If you're going to be traveling and looking for a great place to stay, look no further than Weston. Weston hotels make it possible for you to keep up with your wellness routine while traveling. They have signature offers like a variety of fitness options. So if you're trying to keep working out on the road, you can get that in. I know for me, I've got a really good physical fitness routine in person at home right now. But when I go on the road, that's often where I'm not moving my body as much as I would like to or that my body would like to be moving. So just knowing that at Weston. They have so many different fitness options to help you no matter what your wellness routine is, is amazing. And they have state-of-the-art equipment in their Weston workout fitness studios. They also have three and five mile scenic running maps, making it easy for you to find the best route to explore on foot. I always need to go out for fresh air on a walk, no matter what hotel or where I'm staying just to get out of the room and like out of whatever I'm doing on the trip. So I would for sure be getting this run map if I was staying at Weston, but I would run it. I'd probably walk it. Let's be real. But still, the map would be clutch. Not to mention, customize your workout while on the go with the Hyperice and Bala products to borrow during your stay. I mean, Hyperice, wow. The former athlete in me is like big Hyperice fan. Find wellness on your next stay at Weston because at Weston Hotels, there's amenities and offerings aimed to help you move well and sleep well so you can keep your well-being close while away. Find wellness on your next stay at Weston. I've had a lot of other friends ask me, they're like, oh my God, did you see so-and-so about this? Like, how do they afford this? Like, they're such a small creator. And I'm like, one, you don't know anything about their parents. Two, they probably don't have a savings. Realistically, like, let's say their parents aren't helping them. If they're out buying a Lamborghini and whatever, blah, 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 and they just like hit it off. Like, you truly don't know. So don't compare yourself because you would rather save. That was the best thing I ever did. One of the things that took forever for me to grow was a blessing was I was able to save so much money in that tiny apartment. I remember being so left out because all my friends lived in L.A. And I was like, I want to have like a high rise apartment in L.A. and da, 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 da. But that was just my my hustle time. I think I was there three full years. And within those three years, I was able to like afford a down payment on a house. Like, yeah. And it sucked. There was times where I was like, no, I, I want to be out with to those events. And it felt like, no, I need to be in L.A. But clearly I was just meant to be there for that time. And like I, you can never like just save your money. Like that is the biggest thing that I can say to other creators, because also you learn about taxes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Not taxes in general. But I like... just had a call with my accountant and every year it hurts worse. Hurt. <laughs> and if you're if you're not doing quarterly payments, do your quarterly and payments. You everyone. No matter where you move, you'll still have federal taxes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, doesn't matter where you move. Yes. You're gonna, so I might as well pay the whatever percent just to get the sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's so true that you say that I just I got I think a lot about what other people think it's refreshing to hear that you guys don't and maybe it's because you've been in it for so much longer than me that you've you know you're like five years ahead of wherever I may be at mentally processing some of the things I think I still I still struggle with what people think I will say that but one oh, thing that too. that's helped a little bit is I think going back to that being grateful even my five-year plan like I should have a five, five-year plan I don't really have one necessarily but I know whatever I'm doing in five years and ten years I know myself and I am so confident that I'm I only do what I want to do. Like if I'm if we wanted to start a brand together, I know for a fact I would be fully in it and give it my all. And that confidence just comes with being here and do like doing this for so long. So I think as a creative person, you have to trust yourself as a creative, like truly like if you're an artist, if you're creative, which all of us are because, you know, you're coming up with videos and content, even though you may not be a, a painter or whatever, like trust yourself that you're creative when you're out of video ideas. 
don't be like trying to grasp for whatever works. Be like, okay, let me go recharge and like get creative because I like, and that I feel like that's where your identity should be is more like in yourself that way versus reaching for things. But you know what else is kind of fucked that I had a thought in my head about, oh, after this podcast, I can sit in the car and take a TikTok and like about the pressure that I'm feeling. Why is it content? That is like my emotions and like. It's like, I don't know if you guys feel this way, but every time something happens, you're like, how do I make this work? Mm -hmm. I think, honestly, because we've been there, it got to a point where we got so fed up with it where privacy felt nice. I remember even there'd be a few nights where we'd be like, hey, let's go out to dinner. No vlog cameras. Let's just be in our sweats and like have a night. It's like loved that. Right. It's like your little secret. It's like like your little secret. The other night, Max and I had a really fun night. And like I just we were in the car, took a selfie. It has a happy Friday and I didn't post anything. And we had like such a fun night. Yeah. Although I was like seeing these, you know, cool noodles being made like, fuck, I wish I had my phone, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Also going to that. Have you heard of the rubber band effect? Mm -mm. So essentially, I think Emma Chamberlain mentioned it on a podcast. It may have not been her, but she was saying like, with a rubber band, you kind of need time for people to miss you. And that's your rubber band of you pulling yourself back. So it's okay to not post everything 24-7 because if you're going 100 every single day, everyone's going to think you're 100 is baseline when it's not. Do you know what I mean? So then what happens when oh, you're like, shit. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean? So it's like, find time and place. What it, What's helped me a lot is realizing, okay, this video, Alicia, it's just a vlog. It is just a vlog. You know what else is just something? Merch. It doesn't have to be a designer worthy runway worthy thing let it be like what it is your whole identity and how creative you are isn't just in this video it isn't just in this merch she's helped me the most with this like I was gonna say I've been quiet because I yeah Remy, I don't fully back. Re- no what I'm sorry I was listening but I, I like and I I wasn't gonna say any, anything but I'm like maybe someone listening will relate to me where I've never really been a comparative person I am just so happy to wake up and make videos for my job and be able to live in the house that I have and be able to have my dogs and like be able to give them like nice food so they can live a longer life. Like I'm just so happy every day to be doing this that I don't struggle with that. So I'm sorry if it like sounds annoying and I didn't want to chime in with that. It's it's nice knowing that people think that way because it's hard when I think obviously we're just more businessy. And, it, you know, when you look at the analytics, then the analytics are going to run you versus someone who doesn't necessarily look that often. Like Remy, she's just like, okay, posted. Let's go on with my day. We're, we're like refreshing. Like, why didn't it do well? But, oh my but God. I feel <laughs> like every time I go to a podcast or like we would go to YouTube Summit and like people, Casey Neistat would get there and speak and like I'd she'd just be like taught like <laughs> note writing. And I'm like, when's lunch? <laughs> Wait, I'm so the Alicia. Yeah. No, and like every other creator is like that. But I don't I know like what's wrong with me. your personalities are the same. I feel like we're more similar business-wise, which is funny. I love that you are very rooted in gratitude, it sounds like. And it's so refreshing and it's great. I'm glad you said something because I think that is true. People will be that way. Mm-hmm. I have a dynamic of like, I'm so grateful. I love my job. I, I know I have it amazing. And the cons of this job are like not even touching the surface of the cons of like the majority of people out there. However, I am so business minded and a, rooted in achievement just from being an, a competitive athlete I'm my sure. whole life yeah. oh my God, that yeah. I am like, how do I build out my team and how do I scale this and how do I make sure this? And like, I think just the unknowing of the paycheck each year mm-hmm. like yeah. is also something as well when like a lot of your income is based on the partnership of someone else I don't like that so I'm like how can I create something now that's you know equals what I'm making but it's just from me and my audience no I completely get that and especially when a large part of our salaries are contingent on the economy totally and that's very stressful stressful. it is so stressful but I also agree like again going back to my best friend who's a third grade teacher like the amount of work that she does every day the amount of money that she pays out of her own paycheck for these children insane like I she her job is five billion times harder than mine will ever be and again when I compare not not in a competitive way obviously like like you can't I'm, even compare there's so I can't different. even compare yeah. like she is working her ass off every day paying her hard-earned money for these children like literally raising America's youth but I it is it know. is having people in your life who can just ground you and humble you and so you aren't just in the influencer bubble or this LA big city drive got to get have more be more do more type of mentality like those are such humbling moments to sit down and be like okay this brand was annoying to work with it's okay my biggest struggle right now you know if I have to walk away from this deal if they don't come back like that is okay Mm -hmm. good perspective yeah good perspective but it it is a struggle worrying about okay how can I like 
hustle and do this more and do this, whatever. If it makes you feel any or anyone listening feel any better, like this year, my goal is just focusing, bringing it back to why did I start YouTube? I'm going to focus on content. Yeah. I don't want to try to scale these brands. I just openly said that we shut down our our clothing business because we're like, you know what? I need to, that's a whole other thing. We need to reevaluate everything. Like it's so easy to feel like, oh, well, so-and-so's having a brand. I need to have this. Like it's a lot. Or just that you need to hit every time. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, it's like, when you get to this place where there are a lot of accounts viewing something, you feel like you can't fail, but it's totally okay to like try something and it doesn't work out. And then you learn, you know, it's like, that's what we all did to get here. And Mm -hmm. then you get here and you feel like you have to do everything perfectly to make sure you don't like fail publicly. I just think this is a part of the job. Like I'm Mm -hmm. always in like, I go in random funks and then for the majority of time, I'm feeling super excited and motivated. And it's so funny. I get like hyped up helping other people. Like when I talk about their accounts and their things, I'm like, you can do this, 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 that. And then when it comes to me, I'm like, (laughs) nothing in my brain. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's like literally nothing. (laughs) But that's like how it goes with advice for your friends too. You're like, or dating, you know, you can give them all the advice in the world when it yeah. comes to you, you're like, I can't read. I yeah, can't read. it's fine. Like, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. But you're honestly, you're killing it. Like you really are. And I, I truly would say quality over quantity. I think that's why we're here. And if things don't work, they don't work and be willing to pivot and evolve. I think that's another reason why we're still here is if YouTube or TikTok changes their front page feature back in the day. Oh, my God. I hate saying that. Ew. Um, <laughs> you would see on, you know, every other influencer like writing like, oh, my God, why did they change this? It sucks. You have to be like, I hate this, but I'm just going to accept it and adapt with it. They move subs to not be the front page. It's a home page. OK, like, let's say TikTok gets rid of your home, fe- like your your actual profile and you can't really go to like you just have to be like, OK, I absolutely hate this, but I'm going to I'm going to go with it. So thank you guys for your amazing advice. And it sounds like a lot of kind of what I've expressed, you've been there in some way or another. So what about now with where you are? Like, what would you say is your current thing you are working through or dealing with that is a struggle when it comes to this industry? And I want Remy to start. Oh, and give us one. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Hold on, let me think of a struggle. I feel... Uh, I don't want to say overwhelmed, but I just I feel like my I've reached my limit. Obviously, I love all of my teammates and all my employees like they're absolutely amazing. But at the end of the day, like I still am so picky with what I post and what I'm making. And like, I still love to ideate everything that I'm doing. So at the end of the day, I can only do so much when it's just me. Like, I don't want to hire someone to just make ideas for me. But there are so many platforms and so many things that I feel like I'm being pulled which way okay well now you got to do this one okay well this just came out well this is the new platform that's going to get really big you should get on this one too oh I've heard that some people might add these to deals soon you should get on this platform I'm so over it threads you're really into threads I love threads Threads just came around obviously and I was like I can't I just I, I don't have <laughs> it like, in me to write no. something I can't my fingers no I can't I've just like I've reached my point where I'm like I'm so content currently with where I'm at with YouTube with TikTok, you should with have Instagram. one of your employees go through all of your content and pull your best one-liners and pull 50 of them and just post every single day. You'll never have to touch it or be a part I of it. No, but also I feel like I love to be in really heavily involved in things yeah. still. So that feels so it's hard. foreign to me, yeah. but that's you where like I'm at. You like to be the one that presses the button on the Remy to the public. I just like, even like approvals, even if they came to me and they're like, we have these 50 scheduled. Are you good with it? Like, I still don't that doesn't feel authentic mm-hmm. to me or genuine hey. still. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. I'm like, I'm super happy with everything now. But my struggle is like, I can't, I don't have it in me for any other platform currently right now. Okay. I totally feel that. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I passed the test. <laughs> no, you're allowed, the spot. you're allowed to be happy and having no problems. I love it. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm good. <laughs> I feel like I have so many. So I'm like, which way do I go? (laughs) One thing recently that's actually been such a struggle for me is because all these big platforms have laid off so many thousands of people, it has been so hard, even being an established creator, getting in touch with the right people who can help me with my problems or my issues or optimizing my channel the way that like it used to be. So I think these layoffs specifically have been a big one for me. I feel like before I used to be able to be like, I used to text someone at YouTube and be like, hey, why is this video like this? And in two minutes, they'd be like, here's the answer, Tam- like time code this, just delete this and re-upload, it'll be good. And like now it's it's so different. So I know they've, I know Google's laid off a lot of people, but I think it's frustrating because these platforms are just like, 
so quick to try everything when I'm like, focus on the community that you have of the, the, the creators on your platforms, like TikTok, focus on your TikTokers, like focus on the, like, you can't just like leave them high and dry now that you're where you are as a platform. Same with YouTube, same with Snapchat, like whoever. So that's been low key a struggle for me, even when it comes to something so small. As and I, also heart goes out to the people who were laid off. Yes. Also. Like, yeah. like, so I think, I don't know, obviously, I mean, there's so much going on, but I would hope that these platforms still allocate budget for those partner teams to be able to like be in contact with their creators because that's what YouTube is like YouTube it's YouTube it's not TV that's why it became big in the first place it was so less curated and stuff so yeah it's scary to see all these changes happen and like less people being needed and less Mm -hmm. face-to-face and you know it's kind of happening everywhere and it's wild and you feel like you've put the time in and you've built the relationships and you you've given a lot to the platform and brought a lot of people on it consistently every day. I think it's also like my heart breaks for smaller creators because if I'm struggling with it, oh my God, how are they going to like get a hold of someone? I remember seeing creators have their YouTube channel deleted and they're like, I don't know who to talk to. And I'm like, damn, before I used to be like, no, I got you. I know someone here. I'll connect you. Now I'm like, I don't even have that for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just like, yeah, I think that's been just a li- it's it's crazy. Personally, I think like I said, focusing on content and like bringing it back, really back. How are we here? How do we stay here for another five years? And as much as I'd love to, like, I thought I wanted to be like a hot business CEO, girl boss girl. I don't. I hate Wait, it. I hate being a boss. I'm so glad you just said the word hot before we end. <laughs> I wanted to ask you because I feel like I've seen a lot of growth from you over the years with just like the type of pictures that you post and how comfortable you are online with like tell me if I'm just making the wrong read, but like showing up. And like, I think now you post a lot of these selfies and you're really funny and real and they're not edited. And like, I think maybe back in the day it was, everything was a bit more polished. Is that an appropriate read? And what's made you more confident in your skin online? Very appropriate read. Being this one's best friend. When I tell you, (laughs) I remember asking her, I was like, I had a feed. I was like, everything has to be like bright and like pastel and like curated. And she's like, my feed is fun. (laughs) It was having fun. Having fun. Having fun. And again, like just, like getting someone to ground you and just realize like it does not need to be perfect when I first met you you were like in Instagram feeds were still really big so you had your white feet so like you would she would only take photos in front of like white walls or like literally seek out white places to take photos <laughs> yes. when you were traveling to Santorini like, or like Brazil yeah, and you're like okay funny. well where's a white wall so you can't even tell where you were no but no I, I you couldn't tell where I was in the location of you know geographically in the yeah. world which was so embarrassing so I was like Alicia you're literally in beautiful places like yeah. you should be able to show it it could have been like um, Turks and Caicos or your like apartment complex literally it's a white wall <laughs> but I like truly I need to have a timeline of BR like before Remy and then BR <laughs> like or AR after Remy because I swear like our friendship has just helped me so much just being, I always thought it was so boring. So everything needed to be edited and perfect. Like Whoa. truly. We don't that was that. deep. That was probably. Okay. Oh yeah. Throw that one out there when we got a wrap. <laughs> <Damn. laughs> but yeah. Um, that, that I love that. And I, I love how you've had such a positive impact. And like, that's why it's so important for you to share your perspective when like you're feeling great and you're grateful and you don't, cause then it inspires other people like to Aww. feel better. Well, you guys are awesome. Thanks for this like mock switch in me interview, you interview me no, hybrid, but I'm so glad that I got to chat with you and I just respect both of you. And I think you're nice down to earth and also really successful and really good at what you do. And I'm so grateful to be connected to you and have had you on the show. So thanks. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Real Pod. If this hit home or helped you in some way, send it to a friend, a teammate, roomie, share the love, share the realness. New episodes of Real Pod come out every single Wednesday. So make sure you are subscribed to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To leave a rating or review of the show, head to iTunes and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you. Not to mention, you can stay connected with RealPod throughout the week, seeing behind-the-scenes info and sneak previews of upcoming guests by following the at RealPod account on Instagram. All information about today's show and guests will be linked in the description of this episode. Thanks again for listening. I love you guys so, so much. Let's go dominate the day. And as always, keep it real. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.